Welcome to the next segment of Slow County Public Policy and the Law on KNews 98.5 with Attorney Mike Nolan. Now, Mike, uh, I, I think one of the key things about the Irish in America was Sir Walter Raleigh when he, uh, of course, had uh, plantations in North Carolina uh, and he befriended a number of the Native American tribes, and they were so taken by him that they gave him a gift of this wonderful plant to take back to Ireland, to his estate, called the potato. And uh, I love this story because uh, he took it back, and he just thought it was this wonderful gift, and he had his Irish serfs, since he was a lord, everybody else was a serf, uh, they had to plant these and they planted a whole field of them and when the leaves came up and they got just vibrant green he had the leaves harvested and he had them boil up a big bunch of these leaves these potato leaves for him and he started to eat them and of course he got deathly ill <laughs> because it's the night it's a nightshade plant and uh, so he ordered the entire field dug up and, uh, of course, the serfs went out and they dug it up. And what did they find? They found these beautiful tubers that were coming up out of the ground. And they took them home and they boiled them. And they ate those and they kept that a secret for about 10 years before all the, the lords of Ireland found out that their serfs had this wonderful food, potatoes. So, but that was, of course, Walter Raleigh. And uh, he had tea plantations in uh, North Carolina. Well, yes, but I've always said that Walter Raleigh was, uh, if you really were around the time, his name was Riley. And they, they changed the pronunciation to make it more English. And uh, that's always been a, you have, you have this, this um, the connection between Ireland and England has been, you know, fraught with, uh, um, discord, even from the time of St. Patrick or uh, Marvin Suckett. But the um, uh, a good example of this is the uh, if you remember the movie, the film uh, Lawrence of Arabia. Sure. And T. E. Lawrence is a real officer, a serving officer in the British Army, and he did these crazy things for an Englishman. Uh, the uh, going across the uh, desert on the just on a guess or a hope that they'll be able to uh, uh, turn a, uh, 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 the the people on the other side against the Turks. I mean, he did these these crazy things that made created this stir. Like, what is this Englishman doing? But then, if you look at him, you realize uh, for his family history. No, his father was an Irish lord who uh, ran off with the uh, housekeeper who was from Scotland. Ah. There wasn't a drop of English blood in T.E. Lawrence. And when you realize, oh, he's an Irishman, then you say, oh, there's no movie there. Everybody knows that a crazy Irish would be doing something crazy and... Um, um, Risky. That uh, the English would find... Really strange. Well, 
that that uh, that explains a lot. <laughs> no, that's just the, the fact that the uh, you, you scratch these um, great the great English authors, and you realize they all they all came they all came from Ireland, from Oscar Wilde to um, uh, George Bernard Shaw uh, to uh, the um, uh, Edmund Burke. Uh, it was a. Um, I think someone uh, said that the the English language never recovered after the Irish were forced to speak it, because then the Irish just turned the language upside down and made it much more uh, vibrant and um, uh, uh, interesting. Of uh, interesting, less German and more Irish. And of course, that's where the term "mind your p's and q's" comes from. <laughs> and also beyond the pale it was beyond the pale of course now tell means, us what uh, beyond the the pale was mike no after people may not understand that beyond the pale as it's used means you're way out of bounds you're in you're out of you're out of you're in beyond left field you've gone off the radar and what it means is uh, the pale was the stockade around dublin and was Dublin was when it was controlled by the English or the Normans. They controlled that, and beyond the pale, man, oh, oh my goodness, you're in, you're in, the Irish are in charge of you. That was, oh, you're beyond civilization. So you take that with pride, though. All I can say is I once found a book. It was the British, it was the military history of Ireland. And I picked it up, and it was from the British point of view of their, of their military. And um, what I enjoyed was looking up my name and finding that in the 13th century, that's the, the Nolan was the first uh, rebel in Ireland who refused to um, um, recognize the king of England as their king. And they know that because the uh, English officers sent in a request to, for money to, to he wanted a, a money to pay back his expenses for trying unsuccessfully to capture the Nolan. And uh, it was all right. It's okay. But then after that, I think that our family realized, yeah, there's, there's more of them than there are of us. We've got to... <laughs> do our best to keep out of their way. Well, this would explain a lot, Mike. <laughs> what? <laughs> I'm just going to leave that there. The, uh, uh, I think there's a book that I recommend to everybody, which is uh, The History of the Isles uh, by Norman Llewellyn. Um, and of course, Llewellyn is a good Welsh name. Norman is, of course, a good French name. And uh, he was a, a scholar of the history of the British Isles. But when he went to uh, Dublin to read a few passages from his book, he suddenly had uh, people throwing tomatoes at him because it was titled The History of the British Isles. And uh, he realized how offensive that was to the Irish since they were, there was nothing British that they were feeling. So... Uh, well, we get into we get into this 
strange thing. Britain is the Celtic name for England and Scotland and Wales and Ireland. The, Brit the British, the Romans saw the British. Britain was a Celtic name that they used. And so, well, in, in fact, in, uh, in Latin, it started with a P, and it was uh, to denote the land of the painted people. Yes, and the, the hard part is that I think that the trouble in um, Ireland and Scotland and Wales and in particular is that everyone, every, it's, it's like a family where in the other guy you see your own failings, and so you project them onto him and the, uh, or her. And the, uh, the best thing is to realize um, we're all, we're all, we're all Celts at, at heart. And we have a, we have a mutual understanding. And, um, well, and the English don't like any of us. <laughs> well, now, ultimately, we're all people. So. Ultimately, we're all people. We're That's all people. true. Even the English. <laughs> yeah, even in, in, in English. That's true. A good, uh, um, but I've, it's, uh, <clears throat> the, um, I remember the, uh, uh, my mother had an old book, The Celebrated Sons of Ireland. And it was Americans who were from Ireland, who were Irish. And who was the first name in that book? I don't know. Who? A Andrew Jackson. <laughs> well, of course. And I like that because, of course, Andrew Jackson's parents were from uh, uh, up by Belfast and from Carrick, Fergus. And... Um, uh, he was, uh, if you think of Andrew Jackson as an Irishman, you realize, oh, okay, you do some, some crazy things. Yep, yep. All right, well, this is uh, your host, Lawyer Stu Jenkins at Slow County Public Policy and the Law, KNews 98.5. We are speaking today with attorney Mike Nolan. And uh, coming up, we're going to have Karen Veeley but we have a little more uh, opportunity to talk to Mike. And so I hope you're going to stay tuned. Plus, uh, be sure and uh, come back uh, next week. We're going to have State Senator Laird and uh, Greg Graywall, both on water issues. <laughs>